Praise God. Please can you be on your feet and take this song?
and be crying night and day for the church. He will sleep even during holidays. He will come and sleep in that room and be crying for the church. God will honor him today for his labor of love because whatsoever he will pronounce, God will honor. Heaven will open and there will be a testimony. There will be a manifestation. Why? Because he's waited on the Lord. He held this church to heaven. God will honor him. So with this, he is recognized in heaven. And God will honor his voice today. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. What do you want God to do for you through this man of God that is coming up? What do you want? Heaven is going to open. Heaven is going to open. Heaven is going to open today. Because my prayer for him, God, for the labor of love, he has been staying in this house alone, even during holidays. Cry. Father, how long will Chapel of Praise be like this? Let those tears speak for him today. Let heaven honor his voice. Let God use his voice and bless his church. Father, thank you. Victory belongs to you. The church is victorious. You are victorious. Today, victory shall be his portion. As I introduce the former chapel rep, David Basita, to the podium. Put your hands together for Jesus. once again and begin to tell God, Lord, this is the area that must resurrect in my life. This is the area that must resurrect in the church. This is the aspect of my life. This victory must be made manifest. Paul said that I may know him, not that I will hear him, that I may know him and the power. I want to have an experience of this resurrection power. I want to have an experience of this victory, that I may know him, not that I may hear him. I may know him. Can you tell God, Lord, in this service, Father, at this 
moment, Lord, come and speak to me. Let this victory be made manifest in my life. Let this victory be made manifest in the church. Let this victory be made manifest in my department, in my academies. Can you lift up your voice and make that your prayers? Let this victory be made manifest. Let this victory be made manifest. Someone is not praying in the next 20 seconds. Let that be your prayer. Let this victory be made manifest. 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 Is someone praying that prayer? Is someone praying that prayer? Is someone praying that prayer? Don't be religious about it. Don't pray because you are asked. Pray it like you know what you are doing. Pray it like you are being intentional about it. Let this victory be made manifest. Let this victory be made manifest. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And our Lord and Savior, we worship you. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for this you've done for us today. Thank you for the resurrection power of Christ. Lord, we bless and adore you. Father, we have nothing else just to thank you. We say hallowed be your holy name in the name of Jesus. Lord and our Savior, we pray even in this meeting, even in this service, this moment, Lord, let this victory power be made manifest in the name of Jesus. Father, may we live here blessed. Father, may we live here resurrected in the name of Jesus. Whatever had died in our life, Father, at the end of this service, we shall proclaim and we shall um, say to one another that they have resurrected. So shall it be faithful, Father. Come and use me. I'm just a vessel, Lord. I disappear that you appear, Lord. I, Father, I am nothing without you. Come and use me and speak to your people. Bless your church, O oh Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Please, you may have your seat in God's presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you welcome someone to your right, to your left? Tell the person, Happy Easter to you. Tell the person, Jesus has risen. Tell another person, Jesus Christ has risen. Hallelujah. Um, very specially, I want to appreciate God for uh, today. I want to appreciate him for the privilege of standing before you here on this glorious day, this powerful day. It's indeed a privilege. I want to say may God's name be glorified in Jesus' name. And I want to bless our mama. Can you celebrate our mama in the house? Someone celebrate God's servant. Hallelujah. Mama, thank you very much for this um, singular privilege of standing here. When I was told, I was like, this is that Sunday. I was like, God, please, you just need to help me. God bless our mama in the name of Jesus, our chapel representative, and the churches goes, everyone here, the workers, please, um, I pray God will bless you for coming out here and then for listening to me because I know you are listening already. God bless you all in the name of Jesus. God bless you all in the name of Jesus. All right, I would like every one of us to go to Matthew chapter 27. Matthew 27. Matthew 27. From verse 50. Matthew 27 and from verse 50. Are we all there? Are we all there? Are we all there? Okay, can we read it together? 
It said, Jesus, when he had cried out, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the goats. Verse 51. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks rent. Verse 52. And the graves were opened. Can someone say amen? amen? And many bodies of the saints which slept arose. 53. And came out of the graves after his resurrection. And came out of the graves after his resurrection. And went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Can you give us verse 51 again? 51. Verse 51. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. Hallelujah. 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 All right, I'll be speaking by, um, what I titled by way of topic. The veil is torn already. The veil is torn already. Can you tell someone the veil is torn already? Hallelujah. We are not going to be spending much time, but um, within this few minutes, God is going to bless our life. If you look at that word, he said the veil is torn already. It's just like someone coming to tell you, and it's like, ah, uh, Sir Jeremiah, how far now? How far that course? And you say, the course has been written already, like it is an A already. I don't know if you understand me now. You meet someone and you are like, how far that challenge and all of that, and you are like, the veil is torn already. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So it is like a testimony. you telling someone, it is done already. Just like someone telling you, how far the exam you'll be writing on Tuesday, and you are like, it is an A already. I'd like you to walk up to seven people and tell them the veil is done already. Walk up to seven people and declare to them, the veil over your life is done already. That veil 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 is done already. Mommy, that veil is done already. 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 Make sure you tell someone, say it like a prophet. It is done already. It is done already. It is done already. The veil that was stopping you is done already. Hallelujah. You may have your seat. So this is God. This is Jesus Christ on the cross. And then after he had, um, uh, uh, he breathed his last, the Bible says he healed up the all of that. And then later on, the Bible is establishing. It says, and the veil in the temple was torn in twain. It was torn into two. The veil that was, um, that was over me, that was separating me from my destiny. And he said, we are now had access unto the Father by his blood. By the work of redemption, we now have access to the Father. I now have access to my destiny. So now, the devil now comes to me. David Bassi, how far now? How far that cause? You know, say that cause still had though. And I'm like, my brother, don't you know the, the veil had been torn? I'll find that thing now. I know, yes, you were still suffering depression now. And I'm like, this morning, the veil is torn already. That is your testimony in this house today, in the name of Jesus. So God has given us the victory. The Sunday school has helped us a great deal this morning. He has given us the victory. So there was a veil. And then I would like to read um, verse 53. I would like to read verse 53. 
from the contemporary English version. Then after Jesus had risen to life, someone said risen to life, they came out of their graves and went into the holy city. So after Jesus has risen to life this morning, they came out of their grave. Now look at verse 52. Okay, let me read from verse 51 again. At once the curtain in the temple was torn in two, in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and rocks split apart. Verse 52, grace opened and many of God's people were raised to life. So on Friday when we came here, we, we understood that um, Jesus Christ has died for us, right? And then graves that opened on that. Graves that opened. So many things has happened. He said when he gave up the ghost, so many things happened. And he said when he was now raised up to life, he said what? Well, the people that were inside the grave, they came out. So it was not just enough that your grave was open. It was not just enough that the grave that was tying you down academically had been open. He said when he was now raised up from he said, what happened? The people that were inside the grave, they did what? They came out. Today you are coming out in the name of Jesus. Everything that concerns you is coming out in the name of Jesus. Tell someone you are coming out because the veil is torn already. Tell someone you are coming out because the veil is torn already. So it doesn't matter what was keeping you. This is God saying, he says, um, I will bring you out of the waterless pit, right? Out of the grave. We are in no water. By the blood of the covenant. So he says, since I have done it, I opened the grave. But by the reason of the blood, he says, I am bringing you out. Out of that pit. Wherein there was no water. That pit of stagnation. That pit of... See, the best thing that happened to me was when I realized that I'm writing exams after the resurrection of Christ. That was the best thing that came to my mind. Writing exam after the resurrection. So after my academics had received life again, and I'm just coming to the first paper. Hallelujah. So I am now telling the first paper, brother, you know what to do now. Ah, I don't know if you understand me. You know what to do. Christ, Christ cannot rise up. And then I come to write here and it's still 70 now. The man of God told us it is A++. Hallelujah. So by reason of what has happened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 17. Ephesians 1, 17. Media help us. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us what who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Verse 20. Which he wrought in Christ. Can someone read that verse with me? Which he wrought in Christ. When he raised him from the dead. And set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. So he said the exceedingly greatness of his power, which he wrought in Christ. When he had done what? Raised him up. So there is a kind of power we have not tested. So there is still more to this power. There is still more. It wasn't just about the birth of Christ. It wasn't just about the death. The birth of Christ has a significance. His death 
also has a significance. But the resurrection also has a great significance. I don't know if you understand me now. So it says, which he wrote, the exceeding greatness of his power. Which he wrote. So Apostle Paul is now coming. Yes, I understand the significance of your birth. It gave me hope that I can still make it. And then when you died, it brought me salvation. But now, Lord, there is something I want to know. I understand that there is more to this power that comes by the power of resurrection. And he said that I may know you and the power of your resurrection. That means the birth of Jesus has one. It has a power. And his death has a power. But the resurrection also does what? It has a great power. The Bible said the apostles are giving witness to the resurrection of Christ through a very great power and great grace was upon them all. So the resurrection of Christ is coming to launch us. Let me say this. It's coming to launch us to the latter rain. Hallelujah. For someone here, your latter rain is now. In the name of Jesus. So we see that, huh, I'm looking at time. We see that when Christ came at first, he said, the Lord, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Let's go back to Isaiah. He says, um, uh, they shall come for the rod from the stem of David, right? And he said, the spirit of the Lord shall be upon him, right? Spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, understanding, counsel, might, and all of that, of the fear of the Lord. And then this is Jesus. When he came at the former reign, Jesus Christ came. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. So now, and later on, he said, the works that I do, you will do even greater. Why? Because I go to my father. And when he went to the father, he then sent us. The Bible says, John wept. He said, because there was no one found worthy to open the book. And he said, later on, an elder said unto me, do not wait for the lion of the tribe of Judah has Media, can you give us Revelation 5? As prevailed to open the book and to read the seal, to lose the seal thereof. Media, Revelation 5. I want to show you something. Revelation 5 can give us from verse, give us verse 9. And the song, a new song. Can you give us um, verse 8? I want to show you something. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts, okay, give us verse just give us from verse 5. Let's read from verse 5. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, had prevailed to open the book and to lose the seven seals thereof. Verse 6. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes. While I was reading this, and God was telling me, it was the horn I used to scatter things in your family. It was the horns I used to scatter the things. And then he says, I'm having seven eyes, which are what? The seven spirits of God sent forth into the earth. So now when he resurrected, when he resurrected and having redeemed us, he then did what? He has the seven spirits. In Sunday school, we were told, he said, he's the, the seven spirits of God. And then after all, he said, I have sent it forth into the earth. So it is by the mystery of this seven spirit that we are doing greater works than he did. Hallelujah. Because his own time, he said, the spirit of, we have the spirit of the Lord. We have the spirit of wisdom. It is not word of wisdom. Word of wisdom and all the nine gifts of the spirit, they are under the spirit of the Lord. 
Hallelujah. And we have the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of counsel and all of that. So now when he, he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And then he had all of this manifestation within him. When he went, he now says, I have now set forth these seven spirits into all the earth to come and meet David Bassi. To come to Jeremiah. To come to Chapel of Prince. So that the works that I did, you will do more than it. Hallelujah. That someone again, the veil is torn already. Tell another person the veil is torn already. So that means there is a greater power. There is a greater dimension of it that will manifest in me. There is a greater aspect of this power. He said the grave was open and they came out of the grave. It wasn't just that the grave was, they came out and we, we, we saw them physically. They went out and they were seen by me. So it's not just that the grave to your academics has been opened. It is just that you come out and people see the results. It is so that you come out and eventually it is seen that someone has come out from the grave of academic failure. It is so that you see it manifest. Hallelujah. So this is Jesus coming. He said, Christ that um, delivered us from the court of the law. I took them to read Deuteronomy 28. And I can summarize the causes of the law into three. It is the cause of poverty, the cause of sickness, and the cause of death. And all this comes through the fear of death. It is these three causes. And he said, he has delivered us from them. So he said, as such as um, the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself also did what? Took part in it. Through death, it might destroy him that had the power of death. So that means death has no power over me again. Is that so? Death has no power over you again. Death has no power over your academics again. So from today, death cannot have anything to do with me again. I decree that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. He said death has nothing to do with us and to deliver us all through the fear of death. So there are still people at Sunday school helped us. There are still people who are trapped by the fear of death. And he said to deliver them. So today is that deliverance. Today is that deliverance in the name of Jesus. Today is that deliverance in the name of Jesus. Ah. He says and he has redeemed us from every nation, from every tribe, from every language, from every... And has made us kings and praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell someone the veil has been torn already. And my deliverance has come. The veil has been torn already. And my deliverance has come. So he said what? He said blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. I read another translation. He said blotting out the requirements. Of all the, so that means there are some things I am required to do from my family. There are still some things they are requiring me to do in my academics to conform to their own ordinances. There are still some, so you do some things you don't know how you do it. You read your book, you went into the exam hall, and then you cannot, there's nothing you can remember again. You do this and do that, and nothing is working. Why? Because there were some requirements that was against the ordinances of God. And he said when he came, he blotted out all this handwriting, all this requirement, nailing them to the cross. That requirement, it may be that the requirement is that at 3F every semester. 
It may be that their own requirement was that at least something must happen every year. Something tragic must happen every year. It may be that the requirement was that uh, something, something, something must happen so, so time. But today, he came and he did what? He nailed it to the cross. That is your testimony in the name of Jesus. That is your testimony in the name of Jesus. Time will fail out, but I would like you to rest your feet and pray prayer. Rest your feet. I want you to pray prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I would like you to pray one. The Bible says, if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if it dwells in you, it will also do what? Quicken your mortal body. Is someone with me? It will also quicken your mortal body. So it doesn't matter the sickness. He said, when it quickens me, I will do what? I'll be made. It doesn't matter what it is. He says, I have blotted out their ordinary writings. And then you know all of these things are gotten by revelation. So the light that you have captured, you have to implement it. And then you see the result. I would like you to pray one prayer. Lord, every handwriting, every requirement, maybe I have been meeting the requirements of my family all this while. Maybe I have been meeting the requirements of my ancestors of things that were against me all this while. But now you have told me that you have blotted them out. Every requirement of God of the law against my destiny against the church by the power in the name of Jesus. Jena Kaparagada, Elepakada Sukagada, Ezota Paragada, Ezekatagada, Elapakatagada, Ezikatagada, Karapakatagada, Kasipagada, Ezakatagada, Elepakagada, Ezakapa, Epekatagada, Ezakapakada, Ezikataba, Elepakataba, Ezakata, Ezikapakata, Elapakate Pekada, Ezikatabada, Elapakadagada, Ezikata, Azapakada, Kaparikatabada, Ezikatapa, Elapakatabada, Ezakatabada, Elipafaragada, Ezotapakada, it is terminated. In the name of Jesus, Amen. You pray just two more prayers and we are out of here. I would like um, I like two people to come to make you understand something so that we pray with revelation. And just two people come, please. Uh, please uh, come. Uh, please come. Please look at what we are going to do now. Okay. These are two people. Please, which department are you? Biology education. Which department are you? Mechanical engineering. Okay. Um, for this man of God, he knows mathematics. Let me use what we're familiar to every one of us. You know mathematics, sir. You know biology very well. And then what is a cell? We are made to understand that the cell, I don't know if it's the unit of life, right? I don't know if it has changed. They say cell, <laughs> hallelujah. They say cell is the unit of life, right? So if you go out of here and someone now asks you on the road, ah, young lady, what is a cell? What will you say? Cell is a unit of life because you believe it. You go outside China, you so much believe it that when anything, anything that has to do with cell, you know it, right? Please, sir, one plus one is one. Two. Um, how do you know it is two? Because you were told from your secondary school, right, that one plus one is equal to two. And even in your dream, when you go, they ask you one plus one, you say it is two. Like you so much believe that one plus one, such that anything that will come and tell you one plus one is three, you would disbelieve it, right? Because you were told, many people have told you, you believe it. And then many, you were told now that cell is the unit of life, right? Now, these are two people. Her lecturer told her that they sell 
is the unit of life. God is about launching someone into divine health here. Her lecturer told her that cell is the unit of life. His lecturer told him that one plus one is equal to two. So wherever they go, they believe it and they can tell you with everything. A lecturer in, to God is as infinitesimal as anything. It's, it's too small. A lecturer may even be wrong. After all, they said the earth was, um, is it like a square or whatever, was flat. And later on, they came with another theory that it is now circular. And later on, they say it is not circular, it is like a fear, right? So that knowledge can change. So that means a lecturer is not sufficient enough. All right? So we have seen that many other people come and they tell her one plus one is 11. They can prove it one. You keep another one. Yeah, is that not 11? So now, so many things can change with regards to that theology, right? So now, they have believed that so much. They have believed that so much. So now, let me ask you a question. This is Jesus now coming. Hallelujah. Someone should listen to this. Jesus is now coming. He's not a lecturer. He's bigger than your lecturer. And he's telling you, I have taken away your hey. sicknesses. I have taken away your infirmity. I have taken away everything that was against you. Everything. So now, if you believe this lecturer, if you believe this one, sir, why won't you believe Jesus? Is there anybody believing Jesus here? So he said that that sickness, I have nailed it to the cross. That destruction, that earth, that requirements, I have taken them away. So if you believe Jesus, the same way you believe your lecturer, your lecturer too small. You believe him. The same way you believe him. If you believe Jesus, I'd like you to begin to declare and to confirm your victory over sickness. Confirm your victory over those requirements. Confirm your victory over whatever was against you. Can you victory in our academics. We confess victory in our finances. We confess victory in the church of Hello Praise. We are victorious in all that we do. We are victorious in our coming in, in our going out. We are victorious in our in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Final prayer in one minute. Mommy, while I was preparing last night, I was still preparing for this message and for today's service. I was studying and was praying. And then I slept off. While I slept off, God showed me something. It was as though I was... Many people were standing. We went for something and we were late. It was around past 10 at night. So we were just standing somewhere. I was standing with some ladies and some guys. So we just saw one keke. The keke driver just came. And then people, I was stretched to that place. People who knew the keke they need was one chance. So now, I entered the keke. And I was going somewhere. The lady that was standing among them, there were many looking for keke. But understanding this keke, they refused. So one lady also joined me. We entered. And while the keke was driving, driving, it reached where I wanted to stop. I mean, this night. It reached where I wanted to stop. So I, I received a call while handing the keke money. money. So as I gave him the money, I was answering call. As I stepped out of the keke, the lady that was there shouted, Please come back. Please come back. It was because of you I entered. These people are kidnappers. If you leave me here, they are going to kill me. I was still answering the call. I was trying to understand her. While I 
me walk towards the keke. All of a sudden, I saw ministry of angels. Angels were all over the keke, around the place. And then while we were still, uh, the lady was wondering what is happening. The next thing that happened was Jesus appeared inside the keke. Jesus appeared. Now when Jesus Christ appeared inside the keke, the lady was like, oh, what is happening, what is happening? Jesus then, then told her, I have risen. I have taken away yes. I have taken away your destruction. Then I woke up. When I prayed and I woke up, it was past 12. And I told myself, Jesus, for real as reason. I don't know what that yeah. I don't know what was that thing. Hey. I don't know what is that thing. But I know you showed me that to tell you what is about doing in your life today. I like you to lift up your voice and take a law. Let your resurrection. Let it change my life forever. Let it change things in my life. Let it change my fears. Let it take away my sorrows. Let your resurrection come. Let your resurrection come. Oh God, we arise in our life, in our destiny, in our walk with God. Let your exhortation power be seen in our lives. Make that your prayer point this morning. Make that your prayer point this morning. Let that confession this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Wherever you are now, I'd like you to stretch forth your hands towards the one God has used this morning. And tell the Lord, Father, concerning his life, the exhortation power be alive in him. Is somebody praying? He has unfolded a mystery behind the view. What is in the, the temple that the view was torn at twain? Yes, the altar of incense, the shoe bread, the, 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 the rod of Aaron that budded. These are mysteries of what was hidden behind the temple. Jesus granted us access to the temple that you and I could approach Christ through the incense of prayers. Tell the Lord concerning his life, the exhortation power be activated in his academics, in his finance, and all facets of his life. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. it is done in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen.